0: The next couple of episodes will be based on suggestions from you guys on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. I threw out on my social media asking what you guys wanted me to jam about, write about, um, meditate on, on this podcast. And I got so many beautiful ideas and topics and struggles and victories that... um, honestly, I saw that so many of you have in common, there was probably not one single suggestion that I only got once. I got every single idea from at least two people, which definitely tells me that you know, no matter what we're going through, we are not alone. So I'm going to start with one topic that came up quite a few times, and I was excited to start with this one because I have been writing about this a lot before, maturing consciously, growing wisely. It's specifically the consciously I love. We're not often taught this. We're not taught how to enter each age, chapter or season of our lives with intention, our own intention. What sort of person do I want to embody when I am 25 years old? 35 years old, 45 years old. What kind of life do I want to design for myself when I am 20 versus 30 versus 50? How am I going to graduate from my 20s with pride and gratitude? And leave the heavy luggage on the floor, only bringing the emotional assets I want to take with me into my 30s. And consciously step into that new season of life. What is my plan and intention for this new season? So often we go through life the other way around. We react to what life throws at us. Whatever comes our way, we feel forced to deal with it and more often than not we silently sort of scream, why? Why now? Why me? I constantly hear people having anxious feelings about turning one year older or... I don't feel 30, I still feel like 26. So often we go through life this way, just letting the years hit us. Almost like it's a punishment, like aging is something that happens against us, something out of our control, something we should not like. I have taken on a completely new mindset about growing older the last few years. And this did change everything for me. There is a passage in that book of mine. Everything changed when I forgave myself. A passage I wrote when I spent some time up in northern Sweden, hiding away. I was 26 when I wrote that book, and I love reading it back now, four years later. This passage goes like this. Aging scares me. It matters to me. To feel it. To meet each age like something I would want to be at that age of my life. Because it simply matters to me. I'm an artist and I want to create myself. Like every song I have ever written, crafted carefully with heart and soul, but somehow I forgot to care about my very own self in the same way. So my songs are strong, but I am not. I take pride in my songs, but in me, I don't. I don't want to turn 30 and still feel like 18, so I'm starting now, to create the 30-year-old me I'd like to be in four years. Maybe I can grow into her and finally feel like I have caught up with it all. I wrote that exactly four years ago. So, in this passage I am talking about embodying being an artist, in every sense of the word. An artist delves into possibilities and mysteries, without fear of stumbling upon the dark corners of the world, in order to also find them magnificent spots. I am talking about creating my entire life in the same way as I create my art. With intention, purpose, and care. I am talking about finding the same sense of pride about my very own self and life and personality as I take in my art. Because if I create all aspects of myself with the same precision, I will feel the same sense of pride. In another episode of this podcast, I talk about giving gifts to future me. That episode is called How I Get Through Hard Times. And it's actually one of the most listened to episodes, so I encourage you to listen to it if you haven't yet. I'm using this thinking of giving gifts to future me, even when it comes to conscious aging. The perfect way for me to explain this is by telling you about turning 30, which I did earlier this year. It was the most peaceful and profound transition I have ever experienced. like i write in my book i started thinking about 30 year old me when i was around 26 not because i wanted to run away from being 26 but because i did not want to turn 30 and just forcefully be placed there i started to imagine dream up what kind of woman i could be wanted to be when i was 30 No obstacles, no limitations. In this one life I have, how do I want to live when I'm 30? The golden years, as many people say, and I do happen to agree. For four years, I slowly befriended 30-year-old me. I visualized walking side by side with her, like she was my older, wiser sister. This was my morning meditation for years walking on a beach in the sunrise, side by side with older, wiser me. I was still 26-year-old me, a little lost, a little anxious, feeling unloved and misshaped and not really feeling like I found my place in the world. But I visualized glancing up at 30-year-old me, walking peacefully and sure, face towards the sun, eyes closed with a calm smile breathing deeply. I visualized hearing about her days, and work, and people, and life. Her attitude towards things. Her goals and purpose, drains and sorrows. And I visualized her looking at me with almost a motherly smile. Sort of saying, you're gonna be so fine, just keep going. This way of visualizing future me, this clearly gave me two things. Number one is, the more I got to know older me, the stronger my belief got that everything would turn out fine. That I had a beautiful future ahead of me and I just had to keep working for it. I saw it so vividly. Future me. Being happy and it left me with such a safe feeling every single morning. It gave me a sense of belief in my future. Let us compare that to waking up and instead going through your past. What happened to you, the people that left you, looking up your ex on Instagram, going back to old friends and old places. This produces anxiety, sorrow, hopelessness even. It will give you the feeling that things won't ever change and the years just pass and will I ever be happy? But waking up and spending time with older, wiser you, that produces peace and hope. The second thing this gave me is that by spending time with older me, it made me get to know her. I learned her like a best friend. I befriended her like my closest person, and I grew the strongest loving bond with her. Maybe that I have ever felt with anyone before. I felt a true, unconditional love from her and for her. She truly wanted my best, and I wanted her best. This, in turn, resulted in two more things. Number one, Exactly like I explained it in the previous podcast episode I mentioned, I started thinking about going through hard times as giving gifts to this future older me. When I went through a tough time and wanted nothing else but to give up and go to sleep, I thought, I cannot do that to future me. I cannot let her down like that. And I started asking myself, what can I do today to make her life a little bit better? Well, I can keep taking care of myself so that future me has a strong and healthy body. I can work on my friendships so she has strong relationships. I can study and practice and set myself up for success in four years. When I slipped into toxic relationships, I asked myself, do I want this person for older me, for my older sister? If the answer is no, then don't invest another second in that relationship. This gives you a future thinking that immediately helps you make healthier, wiser decisions today. The most profound feeling I have ever experienced happened on the morning of turning 30. Nothing massive happened. No fireworks or people singing. I spent a week with my best friend by the west coast of Sweden in the freezing winter, I woke up early, went out for a walk by myself and for the first time in my life I felt like I was my own best friend. I knew myself better than anyone and better than I ever had. I knew myself and loved myself. And most of all, I cared for myself. Because I had spent 4 years getting to know 30 year old me. I had spent four years building a bond, an unconditional love. I had spent four years fighting to make her life good. And now, I was her. I was older, wiser me. And I already loved her. The magical part of the story? Remember how I used to visualize walking next to older me on a beach in the sunrise? Well... This very morning of my 30th birthday, I walked by myself, on a peaceful beach, with the sun in my face. Just like I had visualized older, wiser me doing. This is graceful aging for me, entering each age with intention and calm. Not just ending up there, but creating that place. Planning the maturity shift beforehand and giving myself the knowledge I will need, the strength I will need, the relationships I crave, before I end up there. So now I am 30. I look back at 26-year-old me like she is my little sister, sitting on that mountaintop up north in Sweden, writing a book about forgiving herself for all the things she could not be. I love her, I am grateful for her, and I love where she took me. So now, slowly, without losing my footing in the here and now, I am peacefully tilting my head up and to the right, seeing 36 year old me walking next to me. Not in an effort to escape the here and now anymore. Just a way to feel the sisterly, unconditional love from someone who knows all the great things I will achieve and become the next few years. That gives me peace. And when people say they're scared of turning 40 or 50, I just smile and look up and to the right. To 40 year old me, living her best life, the grace, the elegance. The sureness of it all. She has that. She smiles at me like she knows something I don't know quite yet, but I can imagine. She gives me a little wink with one eye like, we got this. Then she lifts her head to the sun and not only smiles like 30-year-old me, but she laughs and sighs and almost sings straight out from her heart out of just pure joy. On a beach, in the sun. Not by someone else's house this time, but by her own house. Her own house by the sea. I want to go back to the term grace. How to age gracefully. Like the actual question was asked. Grace means... To give beauty, elegance or charm to. It is the seemingly effortless beauty or charm of movement. Movement is the key word here for me. Movement as in constant change. We, humans, are particles in a world that is never static. We are living, growing, breathing beings on a planet that is in constant movement. So we must be too. All sorrow starts with a refusal to accept movement. A refusal to accept change. A refusal to let go, to keep moving, to look forward. All sorrow starts with wanting to stay, wanting to hold on, wanting to go back. When we learn to dance with the constant movements of this world, we will learn graceful aging. We will learn to gracefully, effortlessly, with beauty and charm let go of people and places and move forward to new people and places without resistance. And first then, will we learn to enter each new year of our lives with effortless peace and determination. First then, will we learn to see the lines on our faces, the spots on our bodies as rewards and signs of wisdom, instead of something to cover up. I can only speak for me, but 50 year old me is not covering up her wrinkles and marks in an attempt to still look like 30 year old her. No, she loves her age, she loves her body, and she looks back at 30 year old her with love and gratitude for a little sister, but she does not want to go back there. And she does not want to look like that. So, for me, graceful aging starts with embracing movement. It starts with accepting that we will always be in constant transition. And from there, we can start befriending ourselves at different stages of our lives. In a way, to never again feel left behind. Or like we are older than we feel. I am my best ally, and I got my own back, no matter what. And 40-year-old me is absolutely extraordinary, let me tell you. She's going to help a lot of people. I know that. I can't wait for you to meet her. Thank you for listening.